0: Aloha Hi, hello, allah Hey, Aloha Hi, hello, allah
1: Rebecca Stalinga, aka Stoli, is our guest today. She's a remarkable singer and songwriter from Chicago, Illinois, and touring in a venue near you. Check out her bio and links on the Better Each Day podcast website. I've got to hang up now, but go ahead and listen to her backstory and why they call her Super Stoli. day podcast radio show with Bruce Hilliard today and every day reaching out for innovative ideas in every way today's show is brought to you by your future it comes with a lifetime guarantee yeah I
2: just got back from a tour and I was out in Seattle I was all over (laughs) I, uh, I had a few shows for children at Park District, so I was in North Bend, um, Bainbridge Island, okay. Bonnie Lake, and Kirkland, and then I played a show at Lagunitas in Seattle, and also a house concert in Tacoma. So I really was all over.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised. And then
2: I drove up to Canada. So, and I, I, someone recommended Chuckanut Drive. So I cut over there and <laughs> drove up that way and through Bellingham.
1: <laughs> okay, you just traveled more in a, whatever period of time that was than I have in my entire life. So <laughs> that's great.
2: Yeah. The whirlwind I tour. Just put, I just put 5,500 miles on my car
1: in oh, a yeah. month.
2: On the road, but I love it.
1: You don't have a private jet yet. what I live for. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: no, but it would be nice to have a driver sometimes because I do like driving, but I've just spent so much time in the car driving that I'm like, I don't have any office hours or, <laughs> you know.
1: That's your office. Eating in the car. Yeah, your car is your, your home. <laughs> oh, God.
2: Rebecca Stolinga, Stolinga is my full name. Okay. And... Uh, Stolinga, it's, people spell it wrong. They say it wrong. So when I was in high school, I got the nickname Stoli, which was short for my last name. But of course, when people hear it, they immediately think about the vodka. Still waiting for that sponsorship.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. If you Google Stoli, that's what you get is, is vodka. Break. And... Uh, yeah welcome to the show we're officially on now and i want to i want to read as as long as we're on vodka here he said an adult drinking crowd is very comparable to children i'm reading this off an article here um they want to be entertained they want to dance and they want to get up and be loud and they all kind of stumble around a little bit so yeah i I played that (laughs) room before (laughs) it is Absolutely. Yeah, it,
2: these days I'm playing a lot for children and a lot for the retired crowd and uh, not as much for people in between, which is my age. But uh, I just like I like to perform and I like to have a good time, and I think those audiences are both really good for that.
1: So you've done children's albums. How many albums?
2: I have four children's albums out. Um, the fourth just came out last Fall, and it's a compilation of songs from the three previous albums, but they're all dance remixes, That um, I had a DJ friend on board to remix them, so they've all got like real like funky beats, there's one that's kind of 80s-ish, there's one that's super hip-hop, and they just have a different energy, but um, my third album for children is called Family in Harmony, and I released that in 2015. And that one recently sold out. Um, and in anticipation of getting new stock, I'm thinking like less and less people are buying CDs. So I decided to release it, re-release it as a book, a lyric book. So the original CD had the lyrics on the inside of the packaging as a 12-page book. And so I redesigned it as a 38-page book and then the CD goes in the back of it when I sell it. But it's available through Amazon, and uh, it just I just finished it a few weeks ago, and it's really cool. It's a new new way to think about music and learning for kids um, as they're reading. You know, there's something called a read-along book. That's Are you a, still there?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a great idea. <laughs> no. You're, <laughs> you're
2: still, you're so
1: quiet um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, I got up to go um, to the bathroom and uh. <laughs>
2: He's gone I'll just keep talking <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. When the bell goes off You're um. done
2: <laughs> So I was at a library show Earlier this year And the librarian showed me These books that are called Read-along books That come with a CD So that the kids can Read the book But have someone else reading it out loud, so they just follow along, you know, with their finger, and it's um, a tool to practice reading, and so I took that concept, but used it for my music, so the CD is not someone reading the lyrics, it's my actual songs, and then the kids can read the lyrics while they're listening to the music. What a great idea. Adding just the musical element. Yeah, I'm super excited about it, now I feel like I want to do that with all of my children's albums, maybe not my grown-up albums, but... (laughs) Maybe.
1: Maybe the Maybe. Dr- the drunk grown-up albums.
2: I'll put the lyrics on a koozie and sell there that. There
1: you go. Yeah. I'm,
2: That's a good idea. I'm
1: full of pretty good <laughs> ideas and pretty good ideas usually don't get too far with me. But you, you speak Spanish as well.
2: Si, sí, hablo espanol mucho.
1: <laughs> I'm impressed. That's about all I understand right there.
2: No, I often feel very lucky that I was born an English speaker because it is a baffling language to me. Um, Having learned Spanish, which has rules that make sense and consistencies like the English language is just a compilation of so many different other languages, but it's really hard to spell and things aren't pronounced consistently the same. So I just feel so lucky and never really had to learn it. You know, as a learner, I've always been kind of a perfectionist and a stickler for the proper way. And that's this is true for like my piano lessons you know, there's a right and wrong, but also learning English. And I was an English major in college, kind of by default though, Um, more for literature than for grammar and punctuation. But that's, I always love those memes about like, like where to put the apostrophe and how to spell your, your, and your. And man, it eats me alive when someone sends a text message and they're using the wrong one. And I know it's just a text message and no one's, like, grading you on your grammar and punctuation when you're texting. But, come on. That's one from third grade. Get it
1: right. Or the (laughs) the pronunciation of often. Because people say often. And it's supposed to be often. It's kind of weird. But it'd be like fasten, fasten, hasten, hasten. And that's it. But it was like... yeah, but. a queen in England or something in the 1500s or something that said, no, we're going to say often from now on, and if you don't, we're going to cut your head off. What got you into music? Uh, well,
2: talking about language, though, oh. is, that's very on point with this book that I've released. And the point of that album from 2015 was to emphasize literacy and reading and pronunciation and alliteration. So the songs were all written with that in mind, because in 2015, around Chicago, the reading theme for libraries was um, read to the rhythm, and so I was writing songs that would go along with this concept of reading. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of a perf- perfect follow-up that the re-release of the CD would be a book that you can actually read. So I think it makes perfect sense.
1: It does. It's a really cool idea. Yeah, I could see where being an English major is now it's making sense, you know? Right.
2: You would, now it makes my degree relevant. Yeah,
1: yeah. You'll fight as you get older, it's going to become more and more irrelevant. I have a degree in music and journalism, uh, both. And I thought for the longest time, because I went to work for like GE and Sears and a, a Japanese version of GE. I was old corporation and I was going, why did I spend all that time and money on college? But now it makes complete sense because I do a podcast on music um, and Mm -hmm. it it involves both. And it almost happened accidentally. Uh, All that time in my life, the longer you know something, the better. And all that time I'd been somewhat, without knowing it, focusing on those things. So when it came time to do this, then I get wonderful guests like you. That's the coolest thing about doing this is you meet people that you normally would never, ever talk to. And a, mm-hmm. a lot of them are songwriters, but let me go back to this question: What got you into music originally?
2: My earliest memory, and this is often what I often when I go back
1: to. <laughs> sorry, I pointed that uh, out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I was six years old, and I was at my church that I grew up in had moved into the high school that I eventually would go to and we were in the auditorium of the high school and I always loved the music like I got to see a live band every Sunday and I'm talking I was six years old but watching these people play instruments and singing in harmony was always my favorite part like that's why I went and at the end of one of the services there was a piano down in front and I ran down there and just started playing on it just like one finger you know but my mom was like oh she's drawn to the piano let's sign her up for lessons and so from six years old I started learning piano and I've just had the music in me ever since then my dad was very musical he was he sang in the church choir and he played congas and he still plays I just wrote a song called drums on the dash about my dad (laughs) because whenever he's in the car he's playing drums on the dashboard oh yeah But that's my earliest memory, that's what it goes back to I started teaching myself guitar in high school at 16.
1: You sent me a couple of MP3s, one of them is Butterflies. What is that song about?
2: Butterflies is the first song that I wrote after moving to live in Mexico for the winter in Puerto Vallarta. And... It's a song about, you know that feeling you get in your belly when you meet someone new or have a new experience, the butterfly feeling. Oh, yeah. So, originally, that's where the lyric was pulled from, and so it's a song about new love and happiness, but over the course of that first winter in Puerto Vallarta, um, I I started learning about the monarch butterflies who leave the north in the cold months, like the northern U.S. and Canada, and they fly down to Mexico yeah. for the winter. And I was like, well, that sounds a lot like what I do. So I've been saying lately, I'm not a snowbird, I'm a snow butterfly. <laughs>
1: yeah, I like it. So
2: the song has double meaning for me now.
1: And you morphed into a songwriter. But it's, uh,
2: yep. And it's uh, the song is very inspired by what was around me so there's references to the sun and the sand and the water and it's got a cool laid-back vibe so it really I feel like it's my soundtrack for my winter lifestyle beach lifestyle
0: You're stuck on me Like golden sand stuck on your feet After a long and lovely day at the beach It follows you home and you can't shake it free Yeah, you're stuck on me you you're stuck on me I got you on my mind All the man
1: song really i love it thank you now poor boys this is kind of a yeah, <laughs> this, this is a fun song go for it tell me tell us what that one's about
2: <laughs> poor boys is probably my biggest hit right now <laughs> but it's i i have a series of songs that are kind of just self-deprecating but just tongue in cheek funny so this song is called poor boys and in parentheses tequila lips. Yeah. That's the part that everybody sings along to. <laughs> so I was there's a bar that I play at in Puerto Vallarta called Que Pasa, and one of the owners is Austrian, and she, we were talking about Valentine's Day and come on out to hear me play, and then we're talking about the perfect man, and she says the perfect man doesn't exist. She said. If he did, he would be made of chocolate and filled with tequila. <laughs> and I was like, "That's that's a perfect lyric. Like that's going to be a song." So I wrote. I think I wrote it on Valentine's Day, and then uh, debuted it that night. And I uh, another friend, well, I'll call him an ex-boyfriend, was like, "You keep dating the wrong kind of guys. Stop dating these poor guys." And so that's where the poor boys comes from and and it's kinda of, the whole song is based on real experience of the wrong guys I keep choosing. But I have had so many single ladies after they hear that song say, Oh my god, that song's about me <laughs> so I know I'm not the only one. I like poor
0: boys that don't wanna work too hard. They got holes in their pockets in their stories. And in their front yards I like poor boys Who work in kitchens and clubs He'll have his own business someday When he saves up enough Where's the perfect guy? They say he don't exist If he did, he's made of chocolate With tequila lips The perfect guy Just imagine that Perhaps a poor boy Is the richest thing that I'll ever have I like poor boys She likes poor boys Who gets stoned all day long They play their guitars And their video games While I'm wearing a thong I like poor boy, she likes poor boy, who asked to borrow my cash, true story, and I'm the sucker who gives it, then takes it, right up the air. ask me no more about it, he never paid me back, where's the perfect guy, they say he don't exist, if he did he's made of chocolate, with tequila lips, the perfect guy. Just imagine that perhaps a poor boy is the richest thing that I'll ever have. The perfect guy, just imagine that Perhaps a poor boy is the richest thing Maybe the perfect guy, he's not rich at all He's dreaming of a perfect life with a Barbie doll The perfect guy, just imagine that Perhaps a poor boy is the richest thing that I'll ever have Bartender.
2: Just put the next round on my tab. And poor boys need loving too, right?
1: I guess so. <laughs> you just you just have a, a warm heart, and uh, you're helping out a lonesome people everywhere. I like the reference to the, the tequila-filled chocolate thing. You know, that could be an Easter bunny or something. I think there's a market for that. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Have a drunk Easter.
2: Well, that Both of those songs are on my album that was released in January of 2017, and that was my first CD in nine years since I had been focused on playing for children. And I had a CD release party in Puerto Vallarta, and when I sang the song Poor Boys, I had a couple helpers come out with trays of chocolates that were tequila flavored that I had ordered from a, a spot in town, and everybody got a little piece of
1: Tequila chocolate. Oh, that had a new, whole new meeting to Whitman's samplers, right? Where you get the one with the <laughs> with gooey toothpaste inside of it, or I don't know what they fill them up with. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the one you spit out, take a bite and put it back or something. No, tequila looks sounds like mm-hmm. it, that sounds like a good deal, and, and you could go with you know scotch and vodka and different things too. But oh
2: yeah, so much. It's a good combination.
1: <laughs> Pretty good ideas. Yeah. It's sounds pretty good. You have a wonderful laugh.
2: Oh, thanks. I laugh just like my mom, I'm coming to realize. <laughs>
1: uh, oh, the people that you said you were never going to be like when you grow up. Yeah, I did that too. <laughs> I call
2: well, her. now she's calling me out on it. My mom's like, I've seen myself in you. <laughs> and I'm rolling my eyes, but I'm like, okay, I guess. I can be flattered by that. My mom is
1: awesome. <laughs> well, I remember people, you know, my, my peers and stuff saying, well, if I ever get like them, just shoot me. I would have had to shoot all my <laughs> friends. It just that's, That just happens, you know. It turns out that they were pretty wise. Well, Stoley, I, I feel like I've known you for a long time because I'm calling you by Stoli, which is your nickname.
2: Everybody calls me
1: Stoli. Maybe we'll hook up again and see how you're doing.
2: Yeah, well, I'll give you a shout next time I come out to Seattle.
1: Please do. I'll show you around. Cool. Okay. We take... Although,
2: maybe I should show you around.
1: It sounds like it. sounds like you've <laughs> I <know> been... <laughs> the ge-
2: I know the geography.
1: Good talking to you.
2: You as well. Thank you. Have a great
1: rest of your summer. All right. You too. Take care. Keep in touch.
0: All right. Bye. Tengo Tango como
1: With Bruce Hilliard. We'll be back with a new horizon, but until then, honor the future. It comes with a lifetime guarantee. And we're all just trying to make the next day a bit better.